You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a busy week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. This is a loaded week, especially in terms of Mercury transits. We have oodles of Mercury transits occurring this week, which is going to rev up communication, our internal dialogue, how we understand data, and the importance of understanding details. Mercury will also go forward in Libra, so this is going to bring us back to a portion of the retrograde from August 25th up until September 23rd. So the alignments this Mercury will be making this week is going to bring us back to those dates. So it's going to feel like deja vu. And the great thing is, it's the third part of these retrograde alignments. So we have more resolution that comes as a result. On top of that, Mercury is also leaving post-shadow retrograde. Say goodbye to the end of summer of 2022 because it finally leaves. There's no more of that deja vu as we get to the end of the week. On October 16th, Mercury will leave its post-shadow phase and we won't have another retrograde for a little bit of time. And that'll be nice because we need a break. And just looking at the vibes on the graph, they definitely reflect the busy week that we have ahead. We have some interesting energies this week. This week is a mixed bag. This week has some edgy alignments. It has some sweet spots for sure, but there is definitely some edge and some sting to this week with the transits that are occurring over this next seven days. The highest vibration on the graph is going to be psychic energy, and it's going to be a steady stream of that throughout this entire week. It'll hit its peak on the 13th, so this could be a week where we are getting a lot of intuitive hits. Some of this is carryover from the full moon in Aries, so we could have some reoccurring psychic hits from that period, from the 9th of October. This will be a week where things seem more prophetic than normal. You're in touch with your gut instincts, but also our dreams itself can be more revved up. It could seem like they're in HD with all of this extra sensory energy going on. There's a steady stream of romantic energy throughout this week. This has a lot to do with the stuff going on with Venus. Venus is going to be very active. Venus is going to be very active when it comes down to Mars. So this is going to bring some romance in the air. This is going to definitely bring a lovely tone in terms of flirtation throughout the week, even with some of the other stuff that we have going on. Because peaking and valleying, we have solitude energy from the 10th all the way up until the 12th, and it tapers down. Then it revs back up on the 13th, intersecting solitude energy and romantic energy and psychic energy. And that emotional sensitivity will peak back up on the 14th all the way up until the 16th intersecting some family and friends energy, some good luck energy, and that romantic and psychic energy. So this week may have its moments where you're feeling edgy, you're feeling off kilter, you're feeling like things are going good one minute, and then other moments you're feeling more touchier than normal. So it can be complicated in that sort of way. So yeah, this is an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 10th, Mercury goes forward in Libra. So, as I was saying earlier, this is going to bring up themes from August 25th to September 22nd. I think I misspoke and said 23rd, but September 22nd will be that time period where we can see some reoccurring themes from the retrograde. The Libra portion had a lot to do with our relationships. It had a lot to do re-examining our relationships, our behavior in relationships, fairness in our relationships. Libra is all about fairness, and if we weren't receiving that, then this could have been a period where 
or we've been working through that, or we've been working on advocating for ourselves to get more fairness in our relationships. Because Libra does rule one-on-one relationships, it's not just romantic relationships, although that's the biggest association with Libra. So yes, this could be your romantic relationship, but it could also be close relationships as well. So this could be family, this could be friends, this could be partners, this could be business partners, this could be people you collaborate with, people you network with. So if there's been an issue with that or some sort of injustice or unfair situations, unbalanced situations, then this could come back up. This could also bring up situations where there might have been some indecision about those relationships because in Libra, sometimes we weigh things out. Libra is a sign about weighing things out. It's an air sign. It needs to weigh out what seems good, what seems right. Again, what seems just and fair. And so this could have been a period of being indecisive and not being able to make a decision or being in a deadlock with a decision because you weren't ready to make that move because maybe it didn't seem right. And because again, we are dealing with relationships, it is possible with the Libra saga that there could have been communication with exes. Exes could have popped back up out of nowhere or people from the past where there might have been some sort of closeness or also those who openly oppose us. Libra has a lot to do with our opponents. It has to do with relating to others and seeing the other person. And sometimes those are people who openly oppose us. The seventh house, which is ruled by Libra, happens to do with open enemies. So there could have been problems with someone who is committed to misunderstanding you during this period. Signs that would have felt this portion of the retrograde more than others are the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 0 and 10 degrees of the zodiac signs. That same day, Venus is going to make an opposition with Chiron. So continuing with the theme of relationships and no balance, things that are off kilter, this Chiron opposition with Venus can bring those things up. Where we've been overly sacrificial in a relationship due to not feeling as though somebody would like us if we weren't, having low confidence in things like that, or because we wanted to give someone the benefit of the doubt, causing us to overlook some red flags in the person. So this could be a moment of clarity and seeing the truth about something that we didn't find pleasant, but now we're at a place where we're able to look at it and deal with it and accept it for what it is, even if it is uncomfortable, even if it does suck and may feel painful in some way, ready to deal with it and nip the situation in the bud. This could also be a time where we're learning to build up our confidence. We're realizing that we're needing to build up our confidence. Otherwise, we're going to keep repeating the same patterns, whether it be relationships, whether it be patterns with our job, because Venus has a lot to do with our finances. This could be about taking a job that doesn't match your skills. In other words, this could be about taking a job that you're overqualified for, but due to low confidence, you took it anyway, just because you felt as though the one that was on your level of expertise wasn't right for you due to self-doubt. So this can be an uncomfortable energy in that way, but it also does bring us to a point where we realize that we need to make changes in these areas. So that way we're not blocking ourselves and we're not preventing ourselves from being happy when it comes down to our finances and relationship situations. The 11th is a high concentration day full of planetary transits. We have a mixed bag of energies. Some of it will inflate our confidence. Others might get us in trouble because of the way we're speaking to others or we could feel a certain sort of way about ourselves because of our internal dialogue and have moments where we feel drained or foggy due to some of the other alignments that are going on with Neptune. So this day in itself packs quite a punch. The sun's going to make a quincunx with Uranus. So this could be a day of doing things that are out of character just to get a reaction from others. The sun and Uranus and the quincunx could make us a little bit unaware of how egotistical we're acting, how overly confident we're acting. And in a lot of ways, it comes on all all of a sudden. So if you're normally a person that doesn't necessarily look for a reaction, this could be 
all about looking for a reaction. So this could be about looking for shock value. This could be about showing aspects of your personality that's shocking, even shocking to you. With quincunxes, they're blind spots. Sometimes we kind of trip over our own shoes with quincunxes and we're not necessarily understanding how we're coming off. We're not understanding how other people are seeing us. And so this could be one of those days where things come off in a surprising way. Also, this could be a day where certain things don't necessarily go as planned, even though they might end up working out later on. Because we do have another alignment going on with the sun making a trine to Saturn, which could be helpful in a lot of ways and could mitigate some of that crazy energy. And hopefully for the rest of the day, because we have some more crazier energies that go on later on. The sun making a trine with Saturn is one of the best alignments because number one, it means that Saturn will be going out of retrograde in a matter of a little over a week. Saturn will go direct on the 22nd. The 22nd is also another busy day, but I will get there once we're there next week. But there's a lot going on within this energy because it does give us this moment of clarity. It gives us an aha moment. It's interesting to have this moment of clarity considering what's going on that day, but hopefully this Saturn energy gives us that. The Saturn energy also helps us get recognition if we've been putting in the hard work. So this is the type of energy where we get attention for the right reasons, For we get, get attention for our originality and all the things that we've been doing right rather than the things we've been doing wrong. So this is a lovely energy. If you've been feeling underappreciated at your job or any other situation in your life, hopefully this brings in a sense of joy and relief and allows you to see that other people are watching and recognizing how much you roll up your sleeves and take care of business. And this also gives us the confidence and stamina to power through things. And we will need that because that same day, Mars is making a square to Neptune in its first of two squares that it will make to this outer planet. This is because of the retrograde cycle. This is a retrograde alignment that we will have. So this will come back up again a second time as we get to the post shadow. And that would be around March 13th of 2023. October 11th just happens to be the first one. So jot it down because this will come back around for us to review. This is an alignment where we could be looking at where our actions are scattered, where we're taking action on the wrong goals, where we're taking unrealistic action, where we're spinning our gears in some sort of way when it comes down to our aspirations. So this could be a period of slowing down and reviewing things so that way information doesn't get skewed. We don't miss important facts or details about things. This could be asking us to take a moment and reconsider some of the direction that we were going in before and prior. This could also be a time where we're taking our time when it comes down to agreements, contracts, paperwork before proceeding or just being urged to not impulsively jump into anything like that because we're dealing with two information signs. We're dealing with the Gemini side of this with Mars. We're dealing with Pisces energy with Neptune. So those combined with the retrograde itself, it can result in skewed information. It can result in missing the important details of a contract and documents and just not something that you want to be tied into. This could also be a period of setting boundaries with yourself and setting boundaries with others. Also, this could be a time where, you know, we may look at ourselves and realize we're experiencing burnout from all the stuff we've been doing, from having so many hats in the air with all the Gemini energy. So this could definitely be a draining time. And the funny thing is the sun making that quincunx with Uranus is an energetic sort of vibe. The sun with Saturn, it gives us extra stamina. This here is an energy zapper. So hopefully those other ones mitigate things, but sometimes we get these little warnings to slow down because we need to. And obviously because Mars is going 
retrograde, we're needing to slow down and reconsider something. So do the best you can when this energy hits because that same day, Mercury is opposing Jupiter. And this is further amplifying the fact that you really want to pay attention to the details. Mercury in this opposition to Jupiter already happened a few times during August and September. So this is the third hit. Hopefully it gives us a little bit of resolution because this is one of those alignments about blowing things out of proportion. So we could be coming back to something that we blew out of proportion, something that we misunderstood and fixing it, rectifying something, rectifying a conversation or diffusing drama in a conversation that just went awry or even meeting someone halfway within a relationship. The thing about this transit is it tends to bring out our braggy side. It tends to bring out our cocky side. It also tends to bring out over-exaggerations in conversation. So those things can come back up for review as well. This could be a time where, you know, you're going over what someone said. Maybe you're not having that conversation with someone, but you're reviewing something that someone said and something's just not adding up to you. So you're having to go back and either resolve it on your own or just move forward from the situation, that person, or even a contract. And we have two more days of Mercury transits. Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Uranus on the 12th. Then Mercury is going to do the same with Saturn. Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate to Saturn on the 13th. So this is where that edgy energy is popping up. These two days are going to feel erratic in some ways. So there could be moments where you're feeling very edgy with the Mercury sesquiquadrate Uranus situation. This could be situations where we're dealing with the retrograde side of this because these are retrograde alignments. So it could bring up the third hit from each of these alignments. With Uranus, we can be going over things that happen with someone who was making a shocking impression, shocking communication or communication that just seemed like it was out of sorts or just really out of the blue communication, just obnoxious and edgy and restless. This could also be about going back to conversations that abruptly ended and looking for a way to resolve that. We could also feel very jittery and edgy and energetic within this energy and hop from one thought to the next. So it's definitely something that can be uncomfortable and where we're seeing some of the edgy energy on the graph. Mercury's also going to make that sesquiquadrate to Saturn on the next day. And we could end up coming down from that Uranus alignment and shutting down mentally from all of that. This could end up feeling like mental burnout or just feeling as though you need some time to yourself needing some thoughts to yourself or some space to yourself to ground. Communication-wise, you might be short or other people may be short when it comes down to text messages. This could be a time where, again, this is the third hit for this alignment as well. It can bring up situations where someone might have came off cold and now you're having a resolution to that. You're finally understanding why someone might have been dismissive to you because it could have been a situation that wasn't personal. They just didn't feel like talking. They just weren't feeling like themselves. They were feeling down or in their heads. And it finally gets resolved and come to find out it wasn't necessarily anything towards you. It was just how that person was feeling on that day because Mercury to quadrate to Saturn can definitely make us mentally shut down and it has nothing to do with the people around us or the environment. It just has to do with our own stuff that's going on in our heads. So this may offer some relief in terms of knowing that the person did not have a problem with us. Unlike that last energy though, Venus is making a quincunx with Uranus, which can be an exhilarating energy. It could be a fun energy. However, it can be very erratic. This could be erratic in terms of our relationships. If you're in a restrictive situation and you're looking for some thrill-seeking action, this alignment could cause erratic behavior. This alignment connected with the sun a few days back. And so that had a lot to do with our ego and our persona. And this one has a lot to do with our relationships. So this could be just looking for a reaction in a relationship, behaving unexpectedly in a relationship and not realizing how you're coming off because you're either wanting attention and it's coming out sideways. 
with people who behave in that sort of manner. But this could be a day of needing constant simulation when it comes down to romance, when it comes down to intimacy, when it comes down to just doing something fun and quirky, and especially when it comes down to intimacy. This could definitely be one of those alignments that brings in some unexpected stuff. Some of the unexpected stuff doesn't always have to necessarily be negative. Some of it can be fun and all that fun and all those things. But because it's a quincunx, sometimes we're not conscious of the energy, so we could behave in a manner that may be a little bit off putting in some ways in our relationships. But interestingly, Venus is making a trine with Saturn. So hopefully that mitigates things and puts us in a good position. If you're being aspected by this, this could be helpful in terms of making the right types of commitment, being solid, looking at what's healthy and better for us relationship wise and making proper decisions. This is why we got some of that weird contradictory energy going on with the emotional sensitivity and romance and some of the other stuff, because you're having these mix of alignments where Venus is doing one thing and then another. And so you have Venus making this trine to Saturn And this is a lovely energy. It's great for getting your shit together when it comes down to your love life. It's great for getting things together when it comes down to your career. So even if we're feeling a little off kilter that day, our focus, if channeled properly, could go on this alignment and we could find ourselves trying to upgrade those areas of our lives so we can have some solidness in our personal life. By the time we get to the 16th, Mercury leaves its post-shadow retrograde. And so we can now say goodbye to the end of summer of 2022 because all of those alignments had it lingering around for a while. So this is the end of Mercury retrograde in Virgo and Libra. And now we will get Mercury in Libra in its beauty and full form without all of the stuff that came with the retrograde itself, because Mercury in Libra is one of those alignments that's just amazing for communication and just being creative, being sociable, relating to others, harmonizing the way we communicate, harmonizing our thoughts, harmonizing our relationships. So hopefully this brings in some diplomatic energy. It will absolutely bring in the flirtation and the charm that comes with Mercury and Libra. So let's celebrate that for all it's worth because we finally get this lovely expression of this without it being dampened by the retrograde. And we need this because that same day, the sun's going to make a quincunx with Neptune. Hopefully the easy communicative vibes of Mercury and Libra at full force helps us because this can be one of those things with Neptune where things are just coming off vague. We can feel vague about the way we're coming off to others. We could not have an understanding on the way we're coming off to others, or we may not understand how other people are coming off to us. In other words, we may meet some people that's personality seems unreadable and it may throw us off in some way. This could be a situation where someone's coming off misunderstood or you're coming off misunderstood. So it could be complicated for that reason. This is also a draining energy in itself. So this could be a day where you're just feeling tired. You're just wanting to just relax and do something that slow pace and not necessarily, you know, overburden yourself with things. Although there is some revved up energy in terms of socializing, this may be a day where you're just needing a moment to yourself and you're just wanting to clear your mind as much as you possibly can. Do something that's grounding for your energy. So if you're feeling off kilter from this energy, I recommend doing some sort of spiritual hygiene, setting as much boundaries as possible, not allowing others to front load you with their drama and emotional dumping, listen to music, veg out on videos, go shopping for crystals and tarot cards and things like that. And if it's warm enough, go out and enjoy some nature because that's one of the most grounding things you can do during these times, especially when Neptune is really active and causing a lot of fog and haze. So yeah, this is definitely a colorful week. I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.